Hello and welcome to the Kill Jam podcast. Bit of a different podcast to usual this time because I'm not sat in a room with a guest. Um, instead, I'm sat in my own kitchen and I have a guest on the other end of a phone call. This time, through the power of technology, I have Gareth Scatchard with me for a chat about Fly Detect. Gareth from Sheffield City Council and is one of the select few people to have been given the chance to trial Fly Detect. Now, for those of you listening who aren't aware of Fly Detect or what it is, it's it's been dubbed by Pest West the future of fly control. It allows you to monitor sensitive areas for flying insects. It comes with an app uh, that you can use on web or on a smartphone with a permanent 24-7 remote monitoring system. It has a built-in wide-angle camera and that camera captures an image of the entire sticky board that you can then view through the app. It saves you time and money through allowing daily remote monitoring where you can set your own threshold for a number of insects and you can plan your visits following a simple alert system on the app, red, amber or green. Red being the most urgent sites to visit. It also allows the viewing of additional data such as ambient temperature and humidity um, and you can manage all your sites and technicians in the same place. So Gareth, how many fly detect traps do you actually have in use? So at the moment we have two fly detect units set in two different areas under different circumstances. This allowed us to a wider test zone and this allowed then obviously to get better results and understand the capabilities of the actual unit. So you mentioned that you've got two different traps there, and where are they? Right, so the first fly detect unit was placed in an industrial food production area. Um, now this food production area makes all the meals for two hospitals. The second one we established in a roofoid, um, just to get a different circumstance where the humidity might be different, the yeah. temperature different, and also a different variety of, um, obviously, insect life. Right, yeah, of course. Uh, how long have you had the traps? The traps were implemented on the 11th of second 20, and we had the production design engineer, Andrew, and also the product developer, Mark, from Kilgium, come and help us um, obviously establish and set up the app on our on our um, iPads. Yeah, so what, how did you find the app? Is that easy to use? Is it difficult, complex? Yeah, we were sent a, a link, and then obviously activated the link, saved it, and the... The app is really um, user-friendly. Right. So without any training, straight away, it's really quickly self-taught. The Another benefit to the app is obviously the colour coding. Now, mm. the app is tremendous for that. Um, instead of having to have a lot of, lot of reading, it, it's quite clear, it, depending on obviously what trigger points the, the units hit, which means to a technician... It's really quick to flick through your different units, check the status, and check that they're still functioning well. Um, it's obviously got the Google imaging pictures, so you can actually, you know, locate the where the fly units are. So if you've got numerous sites, you'll have lots of little icons saying where these fly units are actually fitted. Right. So you've had fly detect on trial now for just short of two months. Why did you choose to take that on? personally wanted to trial them was obviously for my personal um, kind of like interest you know I do love trialing new products where I can right. and being involved with that side but also it gave us a chance to work alongside obviously Killjam Chemicals and Pest West in their personal development of these products for the pest control industry and the best part of it really for me was it allowed me to put my own opinion of the product forward yeah. leading to me being able to put ideas that may help with future developments of the actual product itself. Yeah, I think that's really important. You know, it's it's all well and good as sitting and developing it in an office, but in the real world it still has to work and that's why having it on trial with, with people like yourselves is so important. Yeah, because obviously we're the ones who are the end users. You know, we have to make sure... 
it's suitable for our clients, it's suitable, it's easy to use for our op- operatives. And, you know, at the end of the day, we don't want something coming to the market that we may not feel that's suitable for, the, you know, for our industry. And, you know, there has been examples of that in the past. And, you know, the pest control technicians have said, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And all of a sudden, a new product's on the market, and it's exactly what's being requested on training courses at Killgerm, where you're sitting alongside another 20 professional pest controllers, and they're giving really good ideas, which helps Killgerm give them what they want. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, you, you give and take, don't you? There's a little bit, uh, you need that input, as I say, to sort of get the things right and suitable. So, like I say, you've had it for just short of two months now, and do you, do you think that there's a place in the market for it, or this kind of remote monitoring? Oh, yes. Um, it's, a, it's a unique piece of equipment, and like the, obviously, the remote rodent monitoring, first it came to market and it was quite a, a unique toy, mm-hmm. you know, only certain companies could either afford it or had the time to invest in the, pro- the product. And now remote monitoring is accessible for most companies if required by the client. So I believe this unit will have a specific point and maybe at the beginning it will be for the high-end clients where a zero tolerance of um, flying insects to other pest species is not accepted. But hopefully... In future development from West West, it may bring where the product will be more accessible to the general industry and serves a great um, commodity like the the remote rodent monitoring. Yeah, of course. So, what do you see as the advantages then of fly detect in comparison to to the conventional traps? Yeah, so the advantages I find was obviously straight away the twenty four twenty four seven visual of the unit. Mm. Allow it, this allowed, obviously, in our where we've had them fitted, um, early identification of you know your severe pest infestations, ones that would go unnoticed. We're not at the we're not at these sites every day to be able to obviously identify um, increases in flies. So this remote monitoring allowed us to do that, and in theory, gave us um, a one over on the client, so we could inform the client that they were experiencing an increase in flies. So that was a real benefit. Um, the other one was obviously it tells you when it needs a service. So like modern cars tell you when it's service and the MOTs do, mm. this flying unit does the same. So you know straight away I need to get back to that site. It's either hit a trigger point or it's requiring a board change or a tube change. So it does the thinking for you, which obviously we're all busy in the industry and little things like that can slip our mind. So having something that tells you when it's actually due is, is an excellent piece of kit. Um, obviously the actual look of the fly unit, you know, it, it, I hate going into businesses and seeing rusty old fly control units hanging above food surfaces. This unit looks discreet. It, it's slick. It, it looks professional. So for any auditor or anybody in the business can stand there and say that is a really impressive piece of equipment like we look at our computers. Yeah, of course. Like you just mentioned then about the you know, you're going into places and there's a rusty old fly unit. I think it's sending the wrong message when it's all it, ultimately it's all about public health and hygiene, especially in yeah. food manufacturing and hospitals and things like that. But like you say, if if you've got a unit that looks good, looks discreet and professional, I think you know, psychologically, I think that that does wonders. Yeah, and also, it, it puts us ahead of the game. You know, at the end of the day, 
the the rolling boxes we placed, monitoring traps, the fly units. That's how we show our work. Yeah. That's how we show our, us being a professional organisation, and that's what this unit does. It's it looks good, which means our work must be good, and it, it's that it's that professional image that it, this unit gives to companies. Yeah, absolutely. So, how often have you actually been going to the traps? So at the moment, obviously. Myself has got it loaded up on my tablet and one of my operatives as well. And we visually remote monitoring it every day. Um, we have had a period where there was an increase, only a slight increase, but it was good to kind of follow the process. So I sent a, I, I downloaded the PDF of the, the robot, identified the fly species, and then was able to obviously send the image to the hospital. And they then implemented further hygiene practices and no chemical treatment was needed. But if that had been in reverse and I hadn't got that, it may have led to, obviously, the client ringing me saying, we have a fly problem. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been able to identify it over the phone, which means I wouldn't have been able to get the hygiene in place. And I wouldn't have been able to organise a treatment over the phone because, again, I, the other factors wouldn't have been done. So yeah. that's where it has come in useful. Um, but we haven't actually hit, a, hit any trigger points. Maybe I've set the trigger points a little bit high because you can sit it at 0 to 50, 50 to 100, and so on. Mm. And maybe due to it being really a clean environment, with the, you know maybe the trigger point should have been 0 to 50 rather than 50 to 100. But that's obviously down to obviously individual sites and what their expectations of flies in the property are accepted. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. So would you say it helps to save time then? Yeah, it does, yeah, because obviously if the client phoned and said, I have got a fly problem, it would require a technician to physically go to site, look at the fly problem, then get the client to do the hygiene and the proofing and the storage, and then implement a, maybe an insecticidal treatment because there's Obviously, it's pointless doing insecticidal treatment if it's if the hygiene's not being improved because yeah. it may just reoccur. So, being able to identify the flight even before you go to site allows you, as a professional pest controller, to get the ball rolling with hygiene and other things that the client can already do prior to you arriving on site. So, yeah, it does save time. So in times like this, where you know the very weird times around coronavirus and everything, has this kind of remote monitoring helped where outside visits are kept to a, a minimum? And is it reassuring knowing that you can check the amount of insects at any time, really, with with minimal human interaction? Yeah, yeah. During this time, it's a it's a, a great bit of kit to be honest. It's allowed us to keep ahead of what's happening on the site even though we aren't physically allowed in the in the premise at the moment due to obviously the coronavirus outbreak mm. um, and it's the same obviously with the, the remote rodent monitoring and things like that it, it does put you one step ahead of the game you know where sites are refusing access to pest controllers unless there's a, an immediate threat to public health we can still deliver a service in this time and respond under the right risk assessments and safe working practices if required so yeah it, it has played a part obviously during the coronavirus outbreak so let's say a sudden infestation occurs then does having that set alert threshold add a sense of security you know that you'll be alerted and it must remove that element of doubt and, and the what if factor yeah to me 
we we are able to provide a great service because mm. if you only carry out monthly visits, if you go and there's a sudden increase of three, four hundred flies, you are suddenly behind. This system allows us to pick it up and we can see it go from one to five to ten. And at that point, we can assess whether we need to do a, a site visit, which is brilliant for the client because the client then can say, well, I've not noticed a fly increase, and you can be ahead of the game before it gets an infestation, which makes you look like a professional company. Yeah, absolutely. You can deliver a service that other pest control companies can't deliver because they can, you know, if they go every day, it's, it's labour, it's costs, and the client doesn't want to pay for that. But this system allows you to spend seconds a day just quickly looking at a glue board and saying, that site's safe. And if it isn't safe, you can provide the great service, like I've explained, and get things going before it gets to the level of an infestation which could threaten public health and potentially lead to closure of businesses. So Pest West have dubbed this the future of fly control. But do you think remote monitoring is the way forward for, for all kinds of pests? You've mentioned rodent already. Yes, I believe as technology develops, the pest control industry must also develop. Yeah. A lot of companies already produce electronic report inspections. Many are starting to implement the electronic rodent monitoring, and these are becoming further developed every month. But I find the biggest cost to most businesses is labour, and therefore if time can be saved using technology within the pest control industry, then it allows those companies to focus on other duties like bird proofing, maybe public health duties in local authorities. But alongside technology, we still need highly experienced pest control in carrying out inspections for proofing, environmental factors, hygiene, evidence of pests, and in the end, professional treatments when required. But technology and professional operatives together will make the industry more successful in early identification and the overall management of pest species. So, final question then for you, Gareth. Would you recommend fly detect to other pest controllers and would you use it yourself in the future? So, for the first bit, Eden, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. I would ha- Even if you don't think you might use it, speak to Kildjerm or Pest West and ask about the benefits of the product. Ask, find out about where it could be used because in every pest controller's portfolio of commercial contracts, this will play a part and that may be in, at the moment in the food industry and the high-end market but there's no reason why this couldn't be implemented in a cafe or a restaurant because it's, it, it's allowing that remote monitoring it's allowing the customer the customer has the choice of having this piece of equipment so yeah i would use it and i would highly recommend even if you don't think you're going to use it, find out about it and give it a go. Yeah, I think you've got to try and be ahead of the curve, really, haven't you? Because, you know, if you, if you don't do it, then someone else is going to, and for all you know, they could end up taking your work. Yeah, that, that's the result, you know. we You know, I, I really didn't like the electronic monitoring system for rodents when I first read about it. I thought, hmm, not sure about this, but now I've understood it and I've learned how to use it correctly. I see a big 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 part of me thinking that in the next two or three years will be hopefully on some of my more high risk sites and hopefully some of these fly units maybe as well 
Right, well, I'll let you go, Gareth. Um, thank you for your time. Thank you for your call. No, thank you very much, Eden. It's been a pleasure, obviously, trialling the product for Kill Jim and Pest West. So thank you very, very much. Cheers. Cheers, bye. Now, all breakfast meetings, workshops and training events have been postponed by Kildare for the foreseeable future. Um, the plan is to have those rearranged to a later date, but with the ever-changing situation at the minute, it's impossible to say when that'll be. Now, for your basis prompt CPD points, the code you'll need for this episode of the Kildare podcast is GS-FD-0420. That's GS-FD-0420. For full instructions on how to claim the CPD points for both Basis Prompts and the BPCA, head to either of the first two Killjoy podcasts where I explain in full. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.